welcome to Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now, coming up on this episode, we catch up with Helen Austin and Paul Otten from Big Little Lions. It's at least a couple of years since we last sat down with the band to chat about their music. A very popular live band, Big Little Lions released the very well-received Alive and Well earlier in 2018. Full of great pop hooks, it's definitely worth checking out. And as always, Big Little Lions are a fun and very informative interview, so definitely stay tuned for that. We also check out more of the new music we've received, including releases from Lenny Gallant, Jane Yollen and Three Ravens, Bob McLean and Caribou Run. And we're starting off with this song. This is Hannah Sanders and Ben Savage with Selkie Song. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Children all that she had 
Took a walk under the blood moon late at night Barefoot at the edge of an ocean that shone so bright Thought I heard a song drifting on the rolling sea A voice that sweetly sang like a lost cell key I need you tonight like a magic skin Let your hair fall down by the water, baby, let me in I need you tonight, I just can't wait for the changing tide No Send me a sign to show me where you sleep Give me the key to secrets that you keep How long must I search this rocky shore? It's just a taste of you I'm dying for I need you tonight like a magic skin Let your hair fall down by the water, baby, let me in I need you tonight, I just can't wait for the changing
Took a walk under the blood moon late at night Thought I heard a selkie cry I need you tonight like a magic scheme Let your hair fall down by the water, baby, let me in I need you tonight I just can't wait for the changing time No, no Great Selkie. When he came courting, Jesus, he was a lovely man. His face smooth and sly, his hair the color of plums. I plucked yarrow to keep me safe. May I be an isle on the sea. May I be a hill on the shore. We danced on heather all in darkness, his body against mine, till we were wet as water, till I breathed in salt. May I be a star in the waning of the moon. The arrow wilted before dawn. All crested and furred, he returned to the sea. I was not honest with him. He was not my first. But I will a child of him, webbings between its fingers, grey as storm air. Then we shall see who is queen of the isle. We shall see who claims the Selkie's trove. There's a fisherman sitting alone on the land. His hands are his craft. His boat is his art, a fisherman sitting alone on the land, a rock, a hard rock in his heart. There's a silky maid swimming alone in the bay, her eyes are the seals, her heart is the sea. A selkie maid swimming alone in the bay, a pure white seal maiden is she. She comes to the shore and she sheds her seal skin. She dances on sand, dances under the moon. Her hair falls and weighs down upon her white skin, and only the seals hear the tune. Dum-dum-dum.
Then standing, the fisherman takes her sealskin, staking his claim to a wife from the sea. He raises his hand, holding up the white skin, says, now you must come home with me. Oh, weeping she goes, and still weeping she stays. Her hands are her craft, her babes are her art. A year and a year and a year more she stays, a rock, a cold rock in her heart. But what is this hidden a fisherman's bag? It smells of the ocean, it feels like the sea. A bonny white sealskin closed up in the bag, and never a tear more cries she. Goodbye to the house, and goodbye to the shore. Goodbye to the babes that I never could claim. But never a thought to the man left on shore, for Salk is my nature and name. She puts on the skin and dives back in the sea. The fisherman's cry falls on water deaf ears. She swims in her seerskin away out to sea. And the fisherman drowns in his tears. Hey there. Ooh, this is Ian Sherwood. And you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Welcome back to Folk Roots Radio. You're listening to Guelph, Ontario's Bob McLean with three tunes from his new album, Single Malt. The traditional tunes Made of Arica and How Can I Keep From Singing with Bob's own tune, Eremosa Rambles, in between. Now, Bob has a CD release show taking place at Silence in Guelph on Friday, January the 18th. He'll be joined by his Barleycorns featuring Trisha Brubacker, Gwen Potter, John Harris and Randy Jackow, who will also play a few of their own selections. Sounds like it will be a great show, and for more information, visit bobmclean.ca. We started off the hour with Hannah Sanders and Ben Savage with the Selkie song from their 2018 album Awake. Now, Hannah and Ben started out making music together after a chance meeting at their local folk club in Cambridge, England, singing songs around a single microphone with an intimate sound that blends American roots music into their English folk, and includes just a dulcimer, dobro and guitars alongside their voices. 
We followed that with another song about a selkie. And a selkie is a mythological creature that transforms from a seal to a human and back again. We also listened to Prince Edward Island's Lenny Gallant with his song, The Selkie, which also features Mary Jane Lamont. And that's from Lenny's latest album, Time Travel. And finally, storyteller Jane Yolen, joined by Three Ravens. They are Louis Collins, Donna Hebert, and Max Cohen on Jane Yolen's story, The Great Selkie, which is read by Donna Hebert's sister Molly, followed by The Ballad of the White Seal Maid, which is sung by Louis Collins. And those tracks are from the beautiful collaboration The Infinite Dark, a gorgeous combination of spoken word and song that really creates something quite special and definitely worth checking out. Next up, we catch up with Big Little Lions at the 2018 Folk Music Ontario Conference. But before we get there, from their latest album, Alive and Well, this is Against the Wall. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Oh 
That's the Big Little Lions with Against the Wall from their wonderful new album. It's entitled Alive and Well. I'm alive and well at Folk Music Ontario (laughs) with the Big Little Lions. They are, of course, Helen Austin and Paul Otten. They're, I I would like to say, two of the hardest working people in show business because it's probably not said enough. But you guys, despite the fact that you live in two different places, really are quite productive. It always blows my mind. So why don't we start this conversation by talking about the new album and let's take it from there. Um, Well, the new album came out in February of this year and it was kind of uh, an amalgamation of tunes we'd been writing over the year. um, Stuff that, I don't know, stuff that was just stuff we were feeling. There was a bit of political stuff in there. That was my fault. And then Paul produced the whole thing and... Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to know about it? <laughs> well, he's probably got more to he's say about this. The interesting thing is Helen Austin lives on Vancouver Island. Paul Otten lives in Cincinnati and likes to play drums, which always blows my mind. I just love the idea that you can live in two different places but come together, make beautiful music, and and seem to be very comfortable in each other's company. Uh, yeah, it is amazing, actually. I, I wonder sometimes how how lucky we got because oh, I'm saying something nice about it. <laughs> but it, it is uh, it's very nice because we get a, my wife and I get a vacation spot on Vancouver Island uh, you know at least once or twice a year and um, you know I think the distance helps in some ways it helps us separate go about our own thing in writing because we don't like to write in the same room so it really gives us 2,500 miles of separation <laughs> And then when we reconvene, which is usually a month or two in between, we're fresh, but we're still not forgotten. You know, we, we have, we're not starting from scratch. We know what we're doing. Whereas a couple of years ago, it was more like every time we'd see each other again, we had to kind of start over. So uh, I think we've gotten to a groove where we're being booked enough so we stay busy enough and uh, we can perform these songs comfortably each time we say, see each other. And... And then when we write new material, it's falling together easier. We're not trying so hard to find our sound. I think we have. So now it's just building on that sound. You know, it's interesting you say that, because I would certainly say you're definitely being booked enough. It seems to me that Big Little Lions seem to be playing a lot of the, the summer festivals. You know, the interesting thing, and Helen, you kind of alluded to it when we started the interview you said something about you know maybe it's my fault that we've got so political because we started off with a really political song which was against the wall and i think i get the impression you like the fact that you're kind of the feisty one in this in this musical relationship that you like to sort of 
you know, bring out these these challenging subjects. And and really, the thing that's good because you know you have that wonderful folk pop sound, but you really like to. I don't know. Push it out to people and say, "Hey, think about this. Think about what it means." Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely my side. The Paul's way more laid back than I am. I get really angry about all this stuff, and so especially d- during the election time and stuff. When I was, everything I wrote about it would just come out of that. I'd be re- looking at Facebook stupidly, and you know, I'd get drawn into it all. So, and even now, there's some songs that are, maybe that may make it to the new album because we're working on a new album right now. Um, uh, yeah, I, it's really hard for me to keep that out, but uh, I have to temper it a bit because I know Paul is more laid back than I am, so I don't want it to just be my voice, so I like to have it a mix. So in a song like Against the Wall, is that a song that you started off and then got Paul involved? Yeah, that's uh, we we sometimes will write a song together, like we'll, we'll swap ideas and then we'll uh, collaborate on lyrics, and sometimes we just come to each other with a full song, and that was a full song that I had... I just it wrote itself in about 20 minutes because I was just so mad. <laughs> which I remember because I think when you sent it to me, which is, it's funny because, you know, when you're in radio and you get sent stuff by publicists, they really don't like it when the artist reaches out to you and says, hey, do you want to listen to this and play it? And it's like, oh, you mean you already have that song? Yeah. Um, did you already have that song? Yeah, because you sent it to oh, me. I you said I, I should be oh, definitely, <laughs> I should be playing that. Uh, because it was, a, it, you know, it, it's it, obviously a very topical song and, you know, with a, a very important message. Yeah, at the time it was, um, we released, uh, released that as a single way before the album because it just, it was last February, no, February 4, because it was just post-election and everyone was angry and our manager agreed that we should just put it out there and then it ended up being played on cue because it was just, you know, of the time. So, it, and then obviously it went on the album, so... Yeah, it's it was, it, and it's uh, sadly. I thought it would all be done by now. I thought that song was going to be past its sell-by date easily by now, and it sadly isn't. I mean, it's, I guess it's good for the song. <laughs> well, I always wonder, Paul, when you live down in the U.S., do you feel any pushback when a song like this comes out from the Big Little Lions? Well, I am in Ohio, and I think part of the reason I'm laid back about it is because I just need to keep my sanity. And being in the middle of it, kind of uh, seeing it all the time, I just have to go about my daily work. And, and uh, yeah, and being in Ohio, there's both sides of the spectrum. I tend not to gravitate towards people on the uh, right side, but I know people on the right side. So there is a little bit of, man, she's very political. And I'm like, well, that's what she's feeling. And, but we're careful when, we, when we're down in the States because we did a tour from Ohio down to Florida and back up and we were through, going through Alabama and through Georgia. And so I, we'd play songs like Kind, which, you know, and, which is, again is a political song where I say it doesn't matter what side you're on, doesn't matter you know, what you're thinking, yeah. we all need to be kind to each other. I, I just keep it really, really general because I don't want it. You know, everyone's just trying to get through life no matter what your political persuasion is. So, um, yeah. I, I'm aware of that. I'm not. I don't just kind of stick my foot in it and away I go. So when you're doing a tour down in the states, like you mentioned Alabama, does Against the Wall get played? We play it. We just say it's a feisty song, and we just yeah. don't say anything else about it. And you know, you, you can draw their own conclusions. Whereas up here, in you know, mostly in Canada, we say, oh, you know, <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit weird right now, isn't it? And yeah, we have not run into too many venues that were. Trump friendly 
people. I, I've met a few in, at some of the concerts. You know, it was one woman to say, oh, my husband's a big Trump fan. I'm like, all right then, okay, <laughs> I guess I'll just keep it, you know, keep it light and fluffy. Well, I can't remember who I was talking to a day or so ago, but they were saying that, you know, they would get people come up, something would be said, and then people would come up and say, oh, well, I don't think you should say that, and I'm leaving. Um, I've heard that quite a few times, but you've not really experienced that? I try to do it with a big smile on my face, and so I, I get away with, uh, with, I try to be charming <laughs> while I'm saying it. Uh, but as I say, I'm really, I'm, I'm really, I've learned a lot since touring the States that I used to be like really anti-right wing, and I still don't like the policies, but the people are just trying to get through life like I am, and you know, and so I have, I have a lot of empathy for for everyone I mean it's it's just it's just we're all trying to just you know have a good life so when we look at an album like Alive and Well would you describe it as just a collection of songs or a collection of songs that have a message you know we're going to play one or two more songs during this interview that clearly have a message with them but are those just songs that uh, that's what those songs are but the rest of the album does not necessarily have that overriding arc to it I'd say so there's nostalgia mixed in with the political theme. Like Alive and Well, the title track, is uh, about superstitions and Helen being feisty about them because she doesn't <laughs> believe in superstitions. And I have a few. And so that was more of a tongue-in-cheek song, just kind of playful with words. And um, So there are a few like that on there. They're not, they're not all, you know, angry and, um, you know, world topics kind of themed it's just a handful I, I think most the most the theme that comes out most in the album is hope is like you know even even the you know the feisty songs it's like no we, we we can we can well there's a song at the end called do better and i think that probably sums up the album is like we can do better and we you know there is hope and we'll we'll all get through whatever we're getting through so as far as the songs are concerned one of you will start a song off and then uh, send it to the the other and say, look, this is what I'm working on. What do you feel about this? Is this something that would be a good song for Big Little Lions? Are there, are there songs that don't make the grade that, you know, a Helen song that Paul says, oh my God, that's terrible? I don't know if I've said they're terrible, but there are some that just don't get finished. Just- if they don't get finished, you know that there, there's something missing there. Yeah, if it doesn't grab you and he doesn't, because well, he does all the production, so if he, if he doesn't produce it, <laughs> oh no, you've done the production on some, and then we've gone, eh, it's, yeah, we yeah. we write a lot. Which means when you were alluding to the fact that you're now working on a new album, am I right in thinking that maybe there's a bank of song ideas that you know may not make it on this album, but definitely might make it onto an album in the future? I'd say so. I, I think we, we uh, have found a theme in some way. We finished a song a couple weeks ago that we're actually performing now. Um, but I think and it, and it involves mental illness and, and things like that. Struggles. More than il- more than illness. It's just, you know, the, uh, Paul finished this song about his dad uh, dealing with dementia. And there was other songs that I was writing and it was like all seemed to be along dealing with mental struggles. And uh, but overcoming, or maybe or not overcoming them, but uh, yes, we think that's going to be a theme. We've yeah. So if it's not about mental illness, it's out. <laughs> <laughs> no jolly songs on. No, there will be jolly songs. Let's take a break with another song from the album. I want to play Static, which, when I was looking at the album, actually the the two songs we've already played are songs that I picked 
to play on the radio. Tell us a little bit about Static. Uh, that was written after we binge-watched Stranger Things. So uh, Paul and his wife had been out at, on the island, and then we, we watched that every night. And then Paul went home, and he sent me almost fully produced without any lyrics to it because he, he re, it was this really quirky thing. And I still had Stranger Things in my head. And I'm like, okay, this is... I was feeling nostalgic and all the little bits and pieces that go throughout Stranger Things with the static and the... Yeah, so being, being 14 or 10, however old they are. Yeah, that was a classic example of me coming up with something and then just fully forming it before I even let her hear it <laughs> and hoping that she liked it, and then she did, so... He does that. He'll send me something and then go, I've worked on this for ages, please, please don't hate it. <laughs> you know, I, I have to say, I, I, I always feel in awe when I hear about the way that you work. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about the, the way that you actually try and make sure that the songs that you write get an opportunity to be used in a whole bunch of different ways because I think that's one of the, the coolest things about what Big Little Lions does. But let's play Static first. This is Static from the Big Little Lions. It's from their wonderful new album. came out in February this year, Alive and Well, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference, and I'm Jan Hall. See the wonder in your eyes and the scrape down 
static on the screen of what we learned. That's static from the Big Little Lions from the album Alive and Well. We're at Folk Music Ontario, actually in a reception, and I had to get an interview with Paul Otten and Helen Austin because I think it was about three years ago at this conference or possibly even four that we sat down and chatted about the last album and and the music that you make learned the story about how Helen can be on Vancouver Island Paul in Cincinnati playing with his drums and they still managed to make great music together three years ago and that was our first album and we've done another one in between that and then this one so that was, yeah, that was 2015, because that was the last time we were here. Yeah, and it's, it's amazing that you're both married to different people, that you get together socially, which is wonderful. I, I love, just love this whole idea that you can have such a successful musical relationship. And it makes me wonder whether you shouldn't actually, at a conference like this, perhaps be giving seminars about the benefits of actually, you know, the way you work. Because not only are you producing great songs, great pop songs, and getting them out there, but you also really work hard to try and find places for those songs. You know, it's interesting, we just played Static, which you mentioned, Stranger Things, the Netflix show as being um, an inspiration for that song. But, you know, a, a lot of what you do with your songs is is actually really try and find places for those songs to appear within the you know within the media tv and film because that is still an area of the music business where you can actually be successful it is that's what well that's how we met we met because we were both writing music for tv and film and we met at a conference and um and so when we first started writing together it was really we had no intention of touring we, and we we're older than you know we're not 20 something or 30 really or 40 something <laughs> so uh, so we started doing that and and then he Paul decided to come out to the island just to see if it would work and and it's one of those things I just there's a lot of serendipity in this it's just worked and then I say he got married he met his wife and who's now one of my closest friends and the four of us get on and it's just ridiculously lucky the whole thing I mean we, we work hard at it as well and we work hard at making sure our partners are happy as well because if they're not happy then it's not going to be it's not going to work but you know one of the fascinating things is that I, I could understand that if it was just like a, you know, we write songs together. You know, we, you know, it's a brill building in two different places. We write songs, but that's not what this is. You write songs, you produce albums, but then you get out and tour them. And I think that is actually, in some ways, almost the more fascinating thing about this. It's not just you're actually in two different places working on music, but you actually get together and and put on shows and, and do very successful you know, shows at festivals, um, you know, touring generally, that I find pretty inspiring. Yeah, it was, uh, it's definitely just gone places that we had no idea it would, it, it would go. Uh, it did kind of start off as being like two Brill buildings in separate uh, countries that we were just going to ride away and uh, write songs and have them placed in film and TV and commercials and stuff because that's how we started and that's where we were comfortable at and so we had no designs on performing this stuff but us being performers in the past um, I think that was just in us to want to get out in front of people and play this stuff once we had them written and um, yeah I think it's in our nature to kind of perform for people in some ways and so um, 
that was bound to happen i think but and i think with the new album we're a little less focused on film and tv placements but it's still in our back of our minds um but i think we're more focused on personal stories and and things like that yeah i mean uh yeah because we were both we'd both performed since we were teenagers so it's just yeah we had all this experience so it's it's it not that it's easy to do but it was certainly comfortable to do for both of us and it's just figuring out how to do with each other it was it's 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 all everything's just an added bonus really i mean it's all just kind of happened well you know it's interesting because one of the things you you said before was that during your showcase yesterday evening the official showcase you did for the album at the folk music ontario conference you played a new song and i just wonder whether getting out in public and playing the music gives you a chance to actually say oh well we think this is a good song let's see what the audience thinks uh yeah you know that was helen's idea a couple uh, months ago when we were playing she had a new song and we hadn't even recorded it even started and she said well how about we try performing these songs first and then record them based on how we performed them so that's kind of a concept that we're trying to stick to although you know it's really tough when i'm at home in front of my production studio and i'm ready to record and i realize i'm wrong about that now because because when you recorded that new song and then we played it and so after he recorded we knew what to do was playing them first we're limited to the instruments we have whereas when he records it he's got all these different sounds and it makes us be more creative in how we're going to perform it because we have to figure out how to make it sound like the album so I, I think I, was, I might be wrong about that I, know, I can't There's believe I've been <laughs> admitting I'm you wrong I should actually mention that the Big Little Lions did an official showcase yesterday evening I was actually also involved in official showcasing yesterday evening interestingly i was not in the room where the big little lions were performing i was in the other room and one of the things you know when you're hosting these official showcases is you have to encourage the audience to check out as much music as possible because you know really when you come to a conference like this it's an opportunity for the delegates at the conference to see a 20 minute set from whichever bands have been chosen to perform it's really kind of like you know this is their distilled version it's like the scotch whiskey of of music it's like this is the best this is 20 minutes of whatever these people have and i told the audience in my room that people need to go and check out the big little lions because that you were about to start after we were wrapping up in our room and i'm not kidding everybody left so much so that I actually had to beg people to come back because they'd actually gone to, to hear you play. As far as live shows are concerned, I think people really dig the music that you produce, don't they? I hope so. I mean, we, we, we're pretty positive people on stage, like in our banter and stuff like that. Paul, Paul has, some, has crazy stories and I'm, I'm the straight guy bringing him back to reality. And So we, we're pretty jolly people. And the music, for the most part, is pretty uplifting, so I think... I, I, I you never want to assume anything. I've got to say the showcases though, you know, it's, it's a distilled whiskey for you guys. For us, it's like, oh my goodness, what we're we going to play? We can only play four songs because we want to do the chat, and so yeah, it's it's hard choosing the songs because you want to make a really good impression. And we chose to do a brand new song, but which is pretty impressive. I mean, that shows the confidence that you have in the music that you're producing. That say, hey, 
let's put a new song in the mix, even though, you know, Alive and Well is, is what we're currently showcasing. Oh, it's, I just love the song so much. Paul wrote the song, so I can say I love it. Um, it's, yeah, and it's just, it's got a lot of meaning uh, to him, and, well, it's, and it, yeah, it's just a really good song, and I wanted to sing it. So tell us about the new album. Paul, you kind of mentioned that perhaps more personal than some of the other stuff you've produced? Well, the, definitely the new song is personal. I mean, it's uh, it was written about my father who passed away two weeks ago. He passed away after I had written it. Um, so I didn't necessarily know he was going to pass away. But, uh, it was written about him, and he suffered from dementia. And uh, it was just one of those things that came out. And uh, it seems to... the few people that have heard it it seems to resonate with them because i think a lot of people have to have a loved one they're affected by dementia or alzheimer's and so it's something that uh, resonates well with people but um it's just more personal for me and it's uh kind of an achievement in that way that it was a, a song that was for this new album that was uh not written with other intentions in mind as far as film and TV placements and it just kind of came out naturally and um, and now it just has a, a life of its own because of my father passing and so it's it's kind of it lives on through him his memory and what, what is the name of the new song it's called we think it's called where are you now it was a bit of a strange thing because he finished it his dad died they had the funeral I arrived that night we went on tour the next day so it was just this whole thing. It's like we've got to play this song. We've just got to play. It set it set the bar though for the new album because we've we've written some other songs for it and we've recorded a couple, but there's something about this one. It's kind of for me. It set the bar. It's like okay, I need to step up my songwriting now. If people come to a Big Little Lions show, what can they expect? Uh, a lot of uh, crazy stories, <laughs> witty banter, um, and then uh, just a lot of I think upbeat energy positive energy um, we try to keep people smiling and uh, participating on some songs Helen will ask them to sing along or uh, we'll ask them to clap sometimes we, we didn't realize some people didn't realize when I'm clapping that they're allowed to clap along <laughs> we had someone ask the other evening at a show that are we allowed to clap when you do and I said yeah that's kind of <laughs> that's the yeah, point <laughs> yes <laughs> You know, it's funny when I, I let that comment slip where Helen said that she was the straight man. I just do not believe that. Didn't you do stand-up comedy back in the day? I did do stand-up comedy, but it's funny working with Paul because I, I, I like to not work from script, but I like to do familiar stuff, and Paul likes to just do totally off-the-cuff stuff. So every evening, like, we'll... Because the, the story of how we met can be a little dry, and so Paul will introduce, like, you know, dreams of lions and trees and gowns and white gloves and and it's and then but then people come up to me going were you really up a tree with two cats I'm like no I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't so now I have to explain on stage no that's not true but carry on with the stories so we, we yeah we just kind of work off each other if people want to learn more about the big little lines how can they do that uh, biglittlelines.com youtube facebook twitter Instagram. That's the name because it was free everywhere. So you don't. There's nothing extra. You just have to put big little lines, and you'll find us wherever we are. We're not on Snapchat because we're too old for that. Well, you know, it's always a great pleasure to talk to you guys. If you get the chance to check out the Big Little Lions, you really need to do do that. They're probably coming to a festival near you because these guys are very popular, not just in the folk world but across. 
uh, music generally in North America. It's always a great pleasure to talk to you. We've got one thing left to do, and that's pick the final song to play. What is it going to be? It's Find Your Tribe, which I think it's, that's, it's, uh, this kind of sums up the album because it's about... It's about people coming together and finding people that they really can be themselves with and we think in these weird times, you know, whichever side you're on, you need to find your people that you can be yourself with. Helen Austin, Paul Otten, it's an absolute pleasure to sit down and talk to you today. This is The Big Little Lions with Find Your Tribe from their wonderful new album, Alive and Well. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio at the Folk Music Ontario Conference, and I have been doing interviews for way too long, but I wanted to get in an interview with you today. Absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Turn on the light, open your eyes, put all your bags down, turn round, we are home. Not a house, not even a town It's where your heart lies Each night you are home Home, good to be home So find your people Find your tribe Those you want to be beside Then you are
This is Mike McKenna Jr., and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. And that's all we can squeeze into this hour of Folk Roots Radio. You can listen to our full interview with Big Little Lions on our website at folkrootsradio.com. And you can also check out the full playlist for this episode and listen to previous episodes of the show and interviews on demand via your chosen platform. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. We'll leave you with Mahone Bay, Nova Scotia's six-piece neo-folk band Caribou Run with Hallelujah from their great second album, Old Peninsula. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. We'll see you next time. Wishing, hoping, praying I'd see a sign But I don't know if I'll find the strength to make it through another time I'm singing high 